You're listening to No Dice, No Problem, a new monthly Asians represent variety show hosted by Drew Kwan and me, Daniel Kwan, on the One Shot Podcast Network. Check out uncut video and other exclusive content at patreon.com slash aznsrepresent. The gloves are off. We're well, here now. We we've been trying to find a place to record. <laughs> yeah. We we were just like, we need an outlet. And at one point we were like, there's a stage there and there's an outlet near it. What if we just pulled up two chairs, sat on the stage, and just started recording? No, do you know what would be funny? You know what would be funny? If we actually just stood the entire time. <laughs> just walked around like a yeah. TED Doc. Yeah. Oh. That would have been funny. That actually be really but funny. But no, no, we're in a little corner right now. So if you all hear anything in the background, that's a whole hotel of people. Yeah. But dude, we we were uh we didn't. We I have some regrets from the con that I didn't talk about on the podcast. Okay. Because they weren't podcast safe. Okay. Or main series safe. Sure, sure. This is no dice, no problem. Yeah, we didn't get to do our bathtub episode. We did not. We uh, also didn't get to do our bathroom episode. We, we also did not get to toilet do toilet stall episode. Yeah, it turns out uh, you get a lot busier, and by you I mean everyone. Just life gets a lot busier at a convention. Dude, God. I have a question. Yes. So we're. Uh, we're three deep in the window when it comes to uh, the convention. We've been here for I, many days. I thought you were going to say we're three deep into the window of recording, and I was like, this is our second one. Did I just completely zone out of another recording with you? Uh, you'll find out. <laughs> We've been here many days. We've eaten many different types of food. Travels, what it is. How'd the poops been? Oh, honestly, really bad. <laughs> Might have been great. Really I've bad. I've had great poops. Really bad. Emma, Emma, Emma's sitting. Roommate Emma is sitting right next to me. Pull, pull up closer, Emma. Say hi to everyone. Hello. Um, Emma has had to deal with us all weekend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I definitely. I am like I am over gaming, where, like when I'm gaming with uh, all of them, I do just go. All right, it's poop time, and I stand up and I go. I mean, not not, not like not right like, in the. <laughs> 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 not not standing but no you get up and you just walk away from a conversation you're like yeah i'm gone it's listen when it's time it's time yeah god calls us at mysterious moments <laughs> who am i to deny although your pants have almost fallen down a few times yeah so it turns out that uh some of my shorts uh, i've lost a little bit of weight good for uh, you they, they tell me uh it doesn't feel like it Except that some of my shirts now are contingent on my shirt being tucked in to create enough like friction or, or width to hold my pants up. So then when we're in the room, when we're in the, no the hotel belts, room, no problem, no, <laughs> no pounds, no belts. <laughs> uh, yeah, there have been a couple times where my pants just almost throttled to the ground. <laughs> just. Yeah, but you asked me about the poops. It, it the poops have been okay. I have eaten a lot of dairy this weekend. And That's good. Correct me if I'm wrong, both of you. It hasn't been that bad. No, it seems fine. Yeah, I think I've just ripped like two big ones. That's it. You've definitely farted in your sleep on me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you also like <laughs> lots th- of farting in sleep. <laughs> okay. You also well, thrash. You you thrash really hard. <laughs> so the audience is now going to have this picture of me as like I'm just thrashing around and farting yeah, at the same time. A writhing amount of limbs and farts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so I, I, I say this as, like, I, I have, uh, apparently my body is, like, holding it until I'm unconscious, and, like, my, my waking mind is to, like, just hold it all in, and then when I sleep, I'm just, like, 
rage and gas. <laughs> oh my god. It's the good stuff, you know? You know, that's how we do it on No Dice that's how No we Problem. Do it. Dude, I I wish I had the, the skill and the time to create one of those uh, like temperature blankets but for poop. <laughs> what? You know what I'm talking about? It's like they crochet uh, 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 like a quilt, like a blanket, and each line is indicative of certain types of your like how your poop went that day, oh and God. then the texture of the the thread indicates like like oh yeah yeah, you know, what I it was saw, like. I did, yeah. somebody made one yeah yeah I, saw I would pay and it was really big. long right yeah 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 it's three hundred and sixty five days so it's three hundred and sixty five lines lines yeah I would pay someone good money good good money to meet with me every day to, to do that. They'd have to meet with you? Or could, could you just put it on a spreadsheet online? Yeah, but I want to stay accurate to the source. Oh, okay. I, I yeah. respect that. I respect yeah. that. But, uh, okay, I got to ask you. Yeah, what's up? Big Bad Con. Yeah. Thoughts? It's good. Is there's it? uh, I like that there's plenty of people, but there's not too many people. Yeah. And I like that it is like a business. It's not like a business conference, but it is mostly populated by people who are in the industry, which are people that I, a lot of them I know. Yes. And that's very nice to see a lot of people that I've never met in real life before. And there are uh, lots of NDNP fans here, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am wild that there are any to begin with. Yeah, um, yeah especially this kind of content. Uh, but, hey, listen, you, right there, if you're willing to uh, listen to me talk about poop, I love you. Yeah. No you can dice. do no wrong. No dice, no problem, right? Yeah. And I'm I'm also like just like super happy for you because Thank you. I mean I know not about the poops. Oh, I mean shit. I'm happy that your bodily functions are, are performing as they should. They um, rarely do, so today this week has been a blessing. Big Bad Con is a special place for Drew then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but for, for me I think like I am super happy that you've purchased your first osr product i did hold on i purchased a bunch of them yeah i gotta grab my backpack because we we got lunch shout out to jackie for coordinating jackie. lunch today death um, by mage follow also, them on twitter yeah i just i just love jackie i love jackie so much we're only saying that because they're not here yes yeah in person we're just like fuck you jackie no but uh jackie's the alpha jack jackie jackie alpha asian us all weekend jackie pays for shit but, but the thing is, like, Jack, Jackie is, like, so sneaky about it. And it, 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 Jackie is incredible. But anyways. Real, real ninja of him. Yes. But uh, you, you uh, enough, enough talking about Jackie. Yeah, you OSR. bought a whole bunch of physical OSR products. Yeah. So, so what'd you get? I bought um, two sort of, like, OSR supplements. They're, they're not systems themselves. But um, it is uh, Into the Weird and Wild by Charles Ferguson Avery. And then another book by... Uh, same author. But same with... author, though it says Charlie Ferguson Avery. But then also Alex uh, Kogan, Kogan, C-O-G-G-O-N. It's called Into the Cess and Pool, C-E-S-S. Cess and Citadel. Oh, what did I say? Into the Cess and Pool. Into the Cess and Pool. Sorry, no, Into the Cess and Citadel. And so they're both like books that have gorgeous artwork, great covers, but they are primarily about running like wilderness adventures and uh, like city adventures, whether that be a small town all the way up to like a mega city that spans the continent. And it's just chock full of 
all sorts of tables and uh, all you know alternate rules and options and 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 creatures and just all sorts of stuff. And I will probably be using uh, Into the Cess and Citadel the most right now because my players in my D and D fifth edition game are uh, in a like mega city, so that will probably be the one I'm most used at the moment. But I'm hoping to use Into the Weird and Wild for the second campaign that I'm we'll start after that one. Well we we've got our home game has to restart and we were talking about Pathfinder. Yeah. But now I'm kind of I we need to talk to Emma and Kendra about this too. But now I feel like I wanna use into the Cess and Citadel. It is kind of fun. It it is really cool. And like Emma, you you bought a whole bunch of games too. They're not OSR though. What'd you get? I got Epitaph by Mark Hobbs. And then Old Moore's Cave, a continuous use campsite in Mammoth Cave National Park, which is very much like an archaeology thing, so I'm interested. Then Candlelight by Gabrielle Robinson. And the extension for Beak, Feather, and Bone. Yeah, you fucking love Beak, Feather, and Bone. I do. Dude, the game is lit. I also got Dialect, which I'm excited about. Oh, and then I... I guess this here's the problem with buying RPG books. RPG. Oh, I was about to make a, a bad analogy that was. I was about to say RPG. I was gonna make a Chessex thing. Um, <laughs> oh uh, my god! Hold on. Before you go, continue. I got a present hey. for you. For oh, no. Yeah. What the fuck? Hold on. Before you even fucking start, whatever that is. Uh, downstairs uh, in the uh, like vending hall, there are billions, billions. I say, of Chessex dice. I hate this you. This is the sound of a bag of Chessex dice. This is the sound of a Chessex bag of dice throwing across the room. Could you hear that? Emma, no, you, you couldn't. Pick that up, please. <laughs> Drew's littering. Um, here's another bag of dice. Um, what the fuck? Why is there more bags of dice? Is <laughs> that just, also Chessex? I, I'm pretty sure they're Chessex. Um, but yeah, we we got we got dice for you. What um, am I poor? But anyways, <laughs> but anyways, we got we you got a whole bunch of OSR stuff, and for for me, honestly, like. I. We haven't decided what our next home game is going to be. I mean, we talked about doing Pathfinder. We talked about doing it, setting it in the na the kingdom of Geb, which we have talked about a lot this weekend. Yeah, we have talked about. I think I think Geb. So for those not familiar, in Galarian, the Pathfinder like official setting, uh, there's the na the nation of Geb, and I think it's a gen I think it's some genuinely good world building. It's very good. Where uh, it is a nation primarily of the undead. And, you know, usually the undead are an antagonistic force in the world uh, because, you know, they're undead. So, you know, it, it raises an interesting question. How do you have a whole nation of undead that get along with everyone around them? Uh, except for, what, Nex? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Th there is a social hierarchy amongst the undead as well, though. Yeah. So they have a really interesting society. But the reason that they get along so well with everyone else is because they're the breadbasket. They have very little agricultural needs, but they have a vast amount of agricultural land. And so they have a labor force that is not sentient. It does not require food. You know, it does not tire. Yeah. And so they can constantly produce food for all the nations around them. And so that's how they get away with being uh, undead, basically, in a setting that undead are not l well liked in. Yeah. So we were talking about doing uh, uh, a Pathfinder 2nd Edition adventure. But now I'm kind of looking at like all this cool OSR shit that we got. 
And I'm like, oh, I kind of want to use into the Sesson Citadel. Would it, I, would it pair? I mean, is, is, do you think Pathfinder Second Edition strays too far to be useful? Does that make sense? You mean as a as a system? Yeah, because I know oh, there the there's list? plenty of OSR that can be tagged on to more current, uh, like D and D. As somebody and who doesn't like track systems, HP, yeah, a hundred percent. We could still do Pathfinder Second Edition. The other system that I would um, pitch for us would be Five Torches Deep. Uh, which uh, okay. I think is the best, next best OSR system for, for Emma and Kendra because it is very familiar to 5e. Okay. It's almost like 5e stripped down. Okay. Um, in a way that still has the OSR procedural toolkit. Sure. Vibe. Um, that's the only other one that I would recommend um, switching over to. We can talk about it. Um, because yeah, I, don't I think also. I'm familiar with Five Torches Deep. I've talked to you about it a lot because there was oh. an entire supplement that's just about dual. I listen so much to your uh, rambles. You, not by choice, I guess. Sometimes. No, I'm no. I it does sound <laughs> vaguely familiar. Yeah, I'm sure if I'm sure if you showed me the PDF, I'd remember some of I've it. Show, I've definitely shown it to you. Okay, there, that's the, awkward. The dueling rules in it are really interesting because you have to think about distance and fainting. It's actually as somebody because I've wanted to talk to you about Hema. Oh, I love Hema. For, for an episode of NDMP. Historical European martial arts. Because um, I used to do it. I know you used to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it would be interesting to talk about Hema from the perspective of, like, TTRPGs and stuff. Sure. On, like, what would actually work. Sure. Um, secret, not so secretly, I think it would be really cool for us to go to a Hema tournament and just make content about that. Oh, I would love to go to a Hema tournament. Or just do, like, React videos where we watch those, like the 10 HEMA practitioners from Japan versus 10 from America, and then they fight. Like, yeah, oh, God, those are so good. Um, but yeah, I, I, wa- I, wanna, I wanna use the materials that we've bought because I think they're, they're interesting and they're exciting. I also have to justify what I just spent on them. That's the, also the true, the Asian in us is just like, oh, yeah, make sure you get value out <laughs> of it. $35 book, gotta read it for 35 hours. Yeah, but then I also got, um, a really good deal on some okay. Knights Black Agents books. Knights Black Agents. Yeah, the Vampire Conspiracy RPG. Oh, is that the dossier one? That yeah, you, the Dracula oh, yeah, yeah, dossier yeah, yeah, yeah. for ten dollars. And then they have, there's a solo ops one that's a two player version of Knights Black okay. Agents, and I got both of them for twenty dollars. That's an insane deal. Deal, deal, insane deal. Insane deal. So like, I wanna, I wanna run those, and I mean. I don't know why it has to be either or. Like, I just run both. Yeah, it's not like we have many years in our future that yeah. we can just do all of these things. You know what, Drew? I'm done playing games with you. That makes sense. Fuck you. Yeah, this is over. This is the end of NDMP. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, man, I'm just... This has been a great con. Yeah, it's been good. We, we, we need to play more Flesh and Blood. Yeah, we played one game. At least one more game. I want to try out the, the other deck that I brought. Yeah, I actually, if we can grab Jackie, I would really, I, I, Jackie seems interested. I want to teach Jackie, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll have to do that. And um, and I don't, I don't feel good enough about my grasp of the rules to teach Jackie. Yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 we'll go over it again. We'll go over it again. Um, yeah, I mean, you're, you pick up games very fast. Yeah, um, thank but, you. But also, like, the heroes in the game are, they work very differently from one another sure so the way in which you interact with said rules is a tiny bit different yeah um but i have i get a lot of joy out of seeing 
or I guess hearing folks say, ah, I recognize his voice, referring to you. Yeah, uh, it turns out that my voice is pretty recognizable. Uh, and like on my social medias, my face is not usually visible. Like I often use a, a uh, like artwork of, of myself instead. So most people just have my, uh, my voice to listen to. Yeah. Unless you subscribe uh, to our Patreon, in which case you'll get video of all of these NDNP episodes. Except for uh, this one. Except for this one, because we don't have a camera. Uh, so I'm sorry. We'll refund you all of the money that you've ever spent on us because this, of this one episode. Totally. Um, Hashtag but, but, oops. But they will get an extended version because I'm going to cut some stuff from this one. Yeah, I'll personally show up to your house and bow till my head is on the ground. And I may need assistance standing back up, but that's okay. That's what friends are for. That, that is what friends are for. Um, you should listen to the latest episode of Asians Represent as well because we did talk about friendship on, on your segment. Or the lack episode. thereof. Or lack thereof. Because our big bad con turned into a big bad fight. <laughs> I don't know about that part, but no, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. You have to listen to the episode to see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, I this has been such a. It's been a nice weekend for me. Yeah, it's um, been good. I I, at the, at the PLZ meet and greet, I got matched with Ed Greenwood. Yeah. As my mentor. Elminster himself. Elminster himself, and it was a wild conversation. Sure. In, in, all the best ways. Sure. We were talking about like historical miniature games. Yeah. We were talking about like, and he was like, oh yes, at Gen Con 2. And I was like, what? I um, want to play some of those historical mini games he, he so was just bad. Like, he was a really cool, he's just a really cool guy. And I was asking him, I was like, what? so why, why do you, what are you looking for as like a mentor? Are you looking for a, like, are you, do you have opportunities? Or are you um, like hiring? Because I wouldn't be straight up, right? And he was sure. like, you know what? I've been, I've been out of the business, you know, taking care of family and stuff for like past couple of years. I want to see what's happening. Yeah. And I was like, for me, that was him signaling that we're just going to have a real conversation. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, I don't want to talk about work anymore. I just want to pick your brain about like the things that I know you're interested in. Sure. And we were talking about one of these Gen Cons where there was... A, an old, old Gen Con where this one designer was on a panel talking about um, World War II and uh, like how this one battle turned out in World War II. Okay. And one, Ed, Ed said that in the audience, somebody got up and walked up to one of the microphones and said, no, that's wrong. And the panelist was like, no, that's right. I have two PhDs. And then, Ed t and then Ed looked at me and he said, what do you think the guy on the microphone said? And I said, I don't fucking know. It sounds like really adversarial. And I have told, three PhDs. He, and, oh, and then he told me, he said, the guy on the microphone said, no, you're wrong. I was driving that tank. That's fun. We turned because of this. And I was like, God, that would have been wild to hear or see in like real life. And then we just went on this whole conversation. What if that guy just lied? What? What if he just lied? What if that guy, I mean, at that time, I feel like it would have been a really believable. Yeah. I don't know, but I, I, don't wa I don't want to think that was a lie. It probably wasn't. But we, we talked about world building. Yeah. 
and you know he asked me uh you know about land of blades i told him about our home game um, oh yeah my adrian my why your your my Abraham wife. blonde Abraham Lincoln vampire <laughs> in, in in fantasy China? Yeah, what a guy! Colonialism. Colonialism. He's here. <laughs> he's got some. Uh, he's got some opium to sell. <laughs> but uh, I was telling him about like the home game and stuff, and you know, asking him for advice on world building and sure. stuff. And he gave me some really good advice that you know was very different from how I've been approaching world building. You know, I was like, you know, I like to keep things like really functional and focused and realistic, sure. like kind of like, you know, into the Sess and Citadel. Like everything here is, is in this book is useful. Sure. There's no, like no fluff or anything like that. And then I asked him, I was like, like, so like, how do you manage like scale and scope? Obviously because his world, the Forgotten Realms is massive. Yeah. Like, how do you make sure it doesn't balloon or anything like that? And he was like, everything has to be about a story. He's like, two separate things he said were, one, if you are writing background specifically. Sure. If you're writing background, the act of doing that is procrastinating. Because you aren't thinking about how the world actually feels lived in. You're just writing for the sake of writing. Correct. Um, it's sort of like um, in our workshop that we did yeah. a couple of days ago, which was archaeology it. and world and building. And you too, Emma. Yeah. It was also, a team, Emma team became the first guest of NDMP. We Technically, have... yes. Yeah. But, yes. Do we regret that? Yes. Yeah, okay. Of course. Yeah. Emma, Sorry, your response. You say, Emma? I said, obviously. <laughs> 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 no, um... You know, that's something that we that we were talking about where it's just like if it's not furthering the the narrative, if it's not furthering the, the design, it's not bad necessarily, but it becomes unnecessary. And useless. Yeah. And if that if that unnecessary detail takes but an ounce away from the main core of what you're trying to do, it should be gotten rid of. If it's not serving the rest. That background stuff, if need be, can be fleshed out by someone else. Exactly. You know, GMs, uh, the world over, constantly fuck around with settings and make their own stuff and, and riff off of this and that. Uh, you do not need to do that for them. You need to give them the functional things. Or you need to give your players the functional things. Absolutely. And, and so he said, the second thing he said was... When the world is not in peril, and wow, I sounded really, he said, when the world is not in peril, what is life like? And I said, well, I started talking about, you know, the act of making swords and mining. Sure. And he said, that's what you should keep doing. Keep asking yourself that question. In this location, on this road, by this river, by this lake. When the world the is not in peril. To the wall. To the s yeah, uh, you know. When the world is not in peril, what happens? What is life like? It is an interesting question. Um, right now, in my setting, we are constantly in peril. Like, like that, my, my world is on the brink of disaster, but obviously I want my players to uh, avert that and change it. Right? Yeah. And um, 
should that happen? Should they save the world? What does it look like afterwards? As much of it is shattered or, or changed uh, irreparably. Uh, I'm almost more excited, not for the resolution of my campaign, but for the beginning of the next one, because I am so curious to explore what has changed in the in the aftermath. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's... Um... It was just overall like a very impactful conversation for me. Yeah. It was, and it was very cool to just kind of like get to spend. They were like, "Oh, try to do ten minutes at a time," and I was like, "I saw. I think sent 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 Lim was like, dude, you 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 were with Ed for like forty five minutes. Yeah, yeah. They were like, oh, ten minutes at a time, and I was like, we were just in this great conversation. You know, we here in uh, Asians rap, we're all rebels. It's how we do it. It's how we do it. Um, we uh. We got to meet some like day one Asians represent people too. Yeah, yeah. At the OGs. OGs. Andreas. That was cool. Man, Andreas is. I love Andreas. So we... cool. I bought one of. Listen, hey, if you're listening to this, uh, not you, Andreas, you don't listen to this, uh, but the rest of you, if you listen to this, go to Metal Weave Games, buy a very specific Owl Bear plushie. That shit's lit. Yeah, I think that's all I got to say. You, Emma, and I all got Alabama plushes. Yeah, yeah. This isn't even. You an also ad. got one too, right? Did you get one, at Liana? Yeah, yeah. Uh, our uh, very good friend and also member of Asian Represent, Liana, is also here. Liana, the say anime hello. Girl. Yes, the anime girl also got an owl bear. We all got owl bears. Yeah. We'll make them duel to the death. We like all Clayorama. Clayorama. Yeah. So I want. So I want. So I want. I want to talk. I want to talk about. I want to talk about like yesterday because like, a we got to meet. Andreas, who has like honestly been a longtime patron, supporter of Asians Represent, taught me how to play League of Legends. Yeah. Um, Did but, he really? Yeah, Andreas taught me how to play League that. of Legends. Damn. We won't hold that against you, Andreas. Uh, Andreas taught me how to play League of Legends, and it's why I was playing Morgana at the beginning. Andreas was like really helpful in helping me kind of understand the game, and then later on, other folks in the community like Joe, Kara, sure, sure. uh, taught me how to play. But um, yeah, I feel like Andres is also a great example of like a, a really good ally in the space. Yeah, not to give his like semi balding head too big, but <laughs> um, Andreas might be in, in my own anecdote might be one of the best examples of, a, of like a true ally as a uh, like white cishet man out there. Yeah. It's just kind of wild how good he is at it. Yeah. Mostly because he doesn't say much. He just listens. And, but that's what we that's what many of us ask for, right? Yeah. Yeah, and he provides opportunities, but he doesn't make those opportunities about himself. Yeah. It's similar he's like the he's like the Rick Riordan of TTRPGs. Where Rick Riordan, do you know who that is? Yes. Yeah, Rick Riordan uh, is also really good about but you this. Should explain kind of for stuff. the audience. Sorry. Rick Riordan uh, is the author of Percy Jackson and the Olympians and, and many other f- series after that. Uh, and uh, he is like one of my literary heroes uh, all time. I grew up, like many people, uh, you know, many people grew up with Harry Potter, a trash series by a trash author. Yep. Um, I grew up with uh, Percy Jackson and Rick Riordan, a great series by a great author who has withstood the test of time. I win. But uh, why has he withstood the test of time? Because he, similar to Andreas, puts his money where his, where his mouth is. And instead of speaking for other people or uh, trying to uh, take credit for things, 
uh, like he has a Rick Riordan Presents series. And Rick Riordan Presents is where he brings on someone else uh, of a marginalized identity, uh, the, whether that be along racial, like, like ethnic lines, sexuality lines, gender lines, uh, you name it, and uh, tries to give them a voice by allowing them to publish a book through him. And now it has Rick Riordan Presents on it, but the Rick Riordan Presents is pretty small and not anywhere near as big as their name, they, the actual author's name. He doesn't even do any of the writing for them. He doesn't do anything. He lets them write whatever they want, basically. Uh, the team edits it like normal and approves it, and then it goes to shelves. So he slaps his name on it, gives them credibility, gives them a platform, and lets them do their thing. And it's really cool. Yeah. Also, he provided me one of my first, like, early life uh, representations of a mixed Asian guy, uh, Frank, uh, who is in the, not Percy Jackson, but the next one, the um, blah, 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 the Roman one, the Roman one. But uh, he is uh, half Chinese, I believe, and Frank is a son of Minerva? We, th we talked about this like yesterday and I completely forgot. Um, but also has ties back to like, you know, the realm of heaven in, in China, in Chinese folklore and yeah. myth. And so he is grappling with his two sides of feeling like he has a literal foot in uh, the Western world and another foot in the Eastern world and, and how those two things pull uh, apart at him. But ultimately he reconciles the fact that he is both and the ways in which they pull apart uh, at him are also complemented by ways that push him together, you know, that, that bond uh, because of the similarities. That's just really cool. Shout out to Rick Riordan. Yeah. Sponsor us. I'll read <laughs> Rick your Riordan again. presents. Asians represent. Rick Riordan's work sucks unless he pays me 50 bucks. <laughs> just like, I, I just completely turn on him. Just, just like Chessex Dice. Yeah, yeah. Rick Riordan's a cool dude, though. Did we grab uh, those Chessex Dice? Did I get those back that drew through? Yeah, yeah. yeah I grabbed those. Okay. I'll, I I know we shit on them, but like I got free dice, I would keep them. Chessex are they? Chessex are uh, admirable people with a good and admirable product. You just don't need more of them. Can you imagine if there was a Chessex agent at Big Bad Con on the hunt? I will literally tell them that to their face. On the hunt for Drew and Daniel of oh, like with the, what? Ready to assassinate? <laughs> ready, Take us out? No, he's ready with the paperwork. Just like sponsor. It's just with a gag order. We can't talk anymore about it. <laughs> yeah, because we, we've we've defamed Chessex. Yeah, a little season desist. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing that on the same day that we met Andreas, we decided to be very loud and rambunctious near his booth, and play Cleorama. Yeah. Oh my we, God. We were Cleorama. We were so loud. Play yeah, it was Clay a good Rama. time. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Clayorama is an, a much older game. It came out in the Dragon Magazine way back in like the 80s. Uh, and it's basically a battle royale where you each take a little carton of like Play-Doh and you make a creature out of it. And then you assign them abilities and, and all stats and whatever. And then you have a nice battle royale afterwards full of uh, Play-Doh fun and antics. And it's just such a well-made clean game. I mean, it's not very clean. It's Play-Doh everywhere, but yeah. <laughs> but it's uh, really a joy to play. Very tactile, which is fun. It was, it was, it was so much fun. 
Um, we, we, it was, a lot of the people who signed up didn't show up. And that's okay. If folks that's okay. You know, were sick or had other things, that's okay. Because we really set this up so we could play Clayorama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. want to play Clayorama. That's about it. And it was, so it was you, myself, Emma, and Agatha playing. And we had two participants. And shit just got so wacky. Like, yeah. you're, you're Claydonian, the creature that we all make. You're glad you were you were a cylinder. So my clay, uh, if anyone imagining like a little carton, like a little like cylinder of Play-Doh, and you 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 eventually you get the Play-Doh out, and it's in that sort of cone, not cone, uh, like cylinder shape. Uh, I left it as is. You get twenty minutes to create your character. I did it in two seconds. Yeah, you just put out. I, you, you carved a face. I carved one a face in a butthole. And I carved a butthole under the other. Yeah, I did X. make the, I did make the butthole deeper and wider though. Okay. Yeah. And then I ended up making this like Jabba the Hut type thing <laughs> that looked terrifying. And then Emma, what, what was yours? I don't know. He was like a little rhino man with a really mad face. He was <laughs> nice. Like, he had little arms. Like that a was little fun. Bi- bipedal rhino with like really short and stubby little arms. arms yeah. yeah. And Agatha made a slug with these two antennae. And what's really cool about the game is that you can set aside some of your clay for missiles, ranged yeah. attacks. But when you make your rage attacks, you actually have to physically throw them. Yep. And Agatha set aside half of her Play-Doh and made two absolute units of missiles. Yep. And keep in mind, your health in this game is at 50. And then uh, then you kind of figure out how much of the clay or the Play-Doh is actually part of the monster. And you cut down from there. So if you have about you know 10% of your Play-Doh missing as missiles... Uh, then you don't really have 50 HP, you have uh, 45. However, we determined that uh, Agatha had half of her goddamn body as missiles, and so she started off with 25 HP. 25 HP. But the most chunkiest of missiles. And then Agatha missed throwing both missiles. (laughs) Oh, just one, just one. Agatha hit one. But one was a missile of death, or whatever it was called, and that missed, and that was really... That yeah, because really I had like a special ability on her Claydonian. It was yeah. like one shot kill. Or it was if you hit, you get to like smack the, the yeah, Claydonian. You get to just like open hand. hand, slap the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah, God, I haven't laughed that hard in a really long time. Yeah, while, like, that was a good a time. That was excellent. I highly recommend people play it at home. If you have young ones in the house, it's a great way to introduce them to some concepts about uh, like those kind of little games. It's cheap it's easy because it's play-doh uh you probably already have some around your house uh, if you have young ones or if you're i don't know i think my house still has play-doh and i'm 27 but i i just want i i think we've agreed that we're gonna take clayorama i think we should start the claydonian league claydonian league and we do this at every convention to the point where we start having registrations and stats dude can you imagine if we had a leaderboard we track wins in yeah. fact, I can you imagine know, that, Daniel. You know, like, I can. Like MMA, you would have like a, 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 we have a cards. Fight we have cards. <laughs> we have cards. Traded cards. Oh my god, for our oh, Claydonians. And yes. You, you make the same Claydonian every single time, and people face off against the cylinder. The cylinder. Uh, yeah, my idea too is that we uh, get a trophy, but the trophy is just made out of all of the Play Doh corpses of the losers for that week, and then we literally just like put that shit in an oven to dry the fuck out. See, the problem is that, like, getting it to the con would be difficult. No, 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 no. We make it at the convention. Oh, yes. But then I want people to get, take it away from the con. 
I had a thought. They can take away the fact that they lost. They can take away their shame. What if we got a dollar store trophy, but you kind of melted the little person on it to make it look like clay? Oh, it's just fucked with up. With fire? Yeah. And you just fuck it up? Yeah, we just take a propane torch. Shit, it's melted <laughs> down and it just looks all fucked up, and then that's the trophy. Right? And we do a league. We could literally... We could have a pinned thing on the Discord server, and it's just like anybody who's ever... How many kills this person's got? How many that's wins this person's funny. got? Like the current reigning champion. And at the end of the year, we what's your KD ratio, bro? What's your KD ratio? Mine, I, my, I got fucking screwed over. I think I, I killed. I, I kill killed you? like I killed Emma. I killed one half of you. Yeah. I killed one half of Daniel, and then your butt sought revenge. Yeah. So I, I, I had an ability where I could copy the ability of another Claydonia if, if I hit them with an attack, and I immediately start the game by throwing a ranged attack at Drew. I hit him, and I'm like, I copy your ability, but it was a secret, and Drew's ability was, you divide in half, and I immediately <laughs> weakened my Claydonian from the beginning. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, by the end of it, my my big cylinder boy uh, was four, like four pieces by the end of it, uh, having split over and over again uh, to get myself more attacks. That was That was a good time. I think the the one thing that uh, is really funny about Cleorama uh, is that Cleorama was created, at least in, uh, by uh, David Zeb Cook, uh, the who, Zebster, the Zebster, as as we affectionately say on No Dice No Problem. I almost said Asians represent, but that's not the case. That is not the case. That is certainly we not have the never case. said a nice thing about the Zebster, but the on Zebster. Asians rep. David Cook um, made Caratur <laughs> Eastern <laughs> Realms and Cleorama uh, is his game. Yeah. Which is a, a whole... Which means that we're now race traders. Which that's is now fine. another level of irony. Now, if we were to make a league, we would have to change the name of the league. Um, but I think it would be... The Zebster Dome. I think it would be really... I really like how... And again, if we had infinite money, I think it'd be really funny if we had... Claydonian Fighting League challenge coins Ooh. for anybody who's ever participated in a battle royale. That's good. Or like if you've gotten a kill, you get a challenge coin. And we make it look like an, a fighting promotion. That's good. And it's just like, you know, the UFC, it could be like a fist, except it's like a, a tentacle or something. Yeah. You know what? And I will say about about David Cook, yeah. um, you know, there, there might be then the question of like, well, how can we play Cleorama? If uh, this guy who wrote certain products that are uh, very racist or, or have glaring issues in them, how do we then feel justified in playing his funny clay game? That's a good point. Uh, I would say, well, you know, what would you say first? Uh, I'll no, say, no, you you were on a roll. Sorry, I meant good question. That was a very good question. Yeah, good thought. Just my idea is that, like, based on our reading and also our understanding of of him, and like I've never met the guy. I don't know, but it. Yeah. I think a lot of the failings of Caratur and Oriental Adventures are not... They, they are racist in nature, but they are not malicious in nature. Yes. They are not meaning to cast down or, or punch down on Asian people. They're not meaning to do these things. But by the nature of their own ignorance and, and uh, all that, they, had, they did. So to that end, I think for those types of people, I can separate some of the art from the artist where... Uh, Zeb, in this case, has made some bad products, though not maliciously, not intentionally harmful, you know, 
And so I feel fine about playing one of his other games, you know, because they're different things. And if it was the case where Zeb was purposefully being racist or purposely maligning uh, Asian identities and Asian experiences, then yeah, I'd be livid and I would not touch any of his stuff ever. Yeah, if like uh, Karatura opened up with Konnichiwa Gaijin. Hmm, Konnichiwa Gaijin. Then maybe we wouldn't be uh, playing Cleorama. Yeah, probably not. But I, I, I loved that we played that game. Like Emma's that nodding. I had so much fun. I like I was telling you earlier, Emma, because Emma just Emma just joined us uh, after we recorded the first segment about Asians rep. But one of the things that we should be doing for Breakout Con is we should actually start testing how we want to promote Asians rep at bigger cons like Big Bad Con 2024, bringing in like. Clayorama, thinking about promotional materials, QR codes that people could scan for Asians represent. I and I think doing the Clayorama Fighting League or the Clay Fighting League. Yeah, we gotta we gotta think of a name. I'm not good at Clayians. Clayians represent. <laughs> <laughs> we just we just turned into like a we just turned into a, like a like a Clayorama uh, fan podcast. Clayians, yeah, Clayians represent. Clayians represent, and we just we critique people's Clayorama creations. To be like, yeah. uh, they were very inefficient with their limb selection here. The missiles are too. Yeah, large. you gotta be really, you gotta be, you gotta be real careful. Or why is that missile so small? <laughs> Do you think they're all that small? Hello, now, come on now. I just, I just had fun with Clayorama, and I think it's yeah. a great way to engage with the community. Honestly, so fun. if the game ran faster. Or if we had fewer participants, or if we had multiple tables, we could, in theory, do a... Like do a, a bracket? Like a bracket. A Clayorama bracket. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like, how? Like what was it? I think it would be four per table. Yeah. Four per table with a referee. Yeah. And then we would do a bracket. And then I think you would have to have four tables then. And then you go to the final four people. Yeah. And they'd fight to the death, or we could do two tables. Yeah, not their not their Claydonians. They do. Yes, the people. Yeah, fight the, to the, the, death. the, the finals watch. is an all-out brawl. The, yeah, the Claydonians watch. Um, <laughs> I I love the idea of us doing stuff like that because it's it's just kooky. Yeah, move over, Magic the Gathering. This is the new shit. Claysians Clay, represent. Claysians represent. But I yeah, I had a lot of fun doing that, and I hope we do more of it. Yeah, same. Was there was there anything else you wanted to talk about for this episode of No Dice No Problem? True anything no i don't know uh i'm feeling pretty good i'm kind of full of korean fried chicken i feel pretty good about myself yeah we did eat a lot of food for yeah. lunch again shout out to jackie shout out to this jackie episode the has alpha mostly, asian this episode has mostly been about cleorama jackie and andreas <laughs> yeah yeah you're correct kind of yeah what are we going to call this episode is it going to be like daniel and drew love jackie andreas and cleorama or Dan daniel and drew love david cook that one might be a little too controversial. Daniel Drew and the Zebster. That one, hmm. We could just call it Daniel and Drew start Clasians Represent. Daniel and Drew leave Asians Represent to start Clasians no, Represent. No, that was getting too long. That was getting too long. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. We've got time, but I was also thinking of it, it's just, it should just be called Daniel and Drew go to Big Bad Con. Yeah. Um, now, wanted to ask you one last question. Is there anything that you wanted to do at Big Bad Con that you didn't get a chance to? Why are you holding that near me? 
I don't know. I, sorry, oh, I, I thought you were like trying to give me a candy. No, no, no. I so for for the listener, I'm holding a chalk nut, uh, a peanut milk chocolate candy that I found in my backpack, and I meant to eat it, and I'm just fidgeting with it right now. Um. But yeah, was there anything that you wanted to do at the con that you didn't get a chance to? I mean, we talked about spending more time together, so it can't be that. We already talked about that. Yeah. Um, I don't want to try your nasty chips, that's for sure. No, you're... Oh, ketchup chips. Do you have oh, them on you, Emma? shit. Are they in the... Are, oh, we, you could go get them. Oh, they're checked? We before... Oh. Do you think you could go get them, Emma? Mm. I can keep the conversation going for like 15 minutes if we want. No? Okay. Okay. So I am I am saved. Okay. It's fine. No, it's fine. No listen. worries. Hey, listen. It's fine. Listen. I am saved from the torture that is ketchup chips and God. all dressed chips. But guess what? You too can also save. If you head over to DiceEnvy.com slash Asians Represent, A-Z-N-S Represent, uh, you can also put in the code A-Z-N-S Represent. For ten percent off your next purchase, give me my goddamn money. God, way to go, Drew. Way to go. I, I was told like, you. what are you pulling up on your phone? What Listen, you Dice Envy is a great company, good team. They make good products. They're not Chessex. You should go buy from them. Because listen, you do listen. Hey, listen up. I know you're listening at home. You're in your car. Maybe you're on the couch. Maybe you're in bed, and you're going. You know what? I do deserve more dice. You should go buy that dice. You, okay, so for the just, listeners, somebody has just... Somebody oh my has god, just, it's has the just, person themselves. Somebody has just come to join us for this episode of No Dice, No Problem. They have not be, been giving any notice, any sort of questions. It is Jackie. Jackie, tell them about Dice Envy and how much they can save through our code. You can save a lot on their code. Please use their code. That's all you need. A That's lot. Need. A lot. That is what Jackie said. That is said. the true alpha behavior from Jackie. <laughs> Jackie could have been the first real guest of No Dice, No Problem. Yeah. How, how do you feel about the convention so far, Jackie? Yeah. I thought it was great. It was great to finally see wonderful friends that I've only known through the internet for, for years, and it feels wonderful. I just thought of That's a title for That's an alpha statement. The, I, that, I was just about to say, I think of a good title for this, or Daniel and Drew are beta Asians. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, we have to be because there can only be one alpha, and, and that's, that's Jackie. Jackie. We, Jackie, that is in Asians represent lore now because yeah. we talked about how you out alpha Asian us the entire weekend. Yeah, yeah. What, Jackie just you kept were, paying for meal after meal after meal. One step ahead of us. Jackie paid off my student loans. Every single step, Jackie was one yeah. more ahead of us. Yeah. Listen. By having Jackie as a friend, you can save a lot of money. But you can also save a lot of money by going to DiceEnvy.com. Okay, okay, so, okay no, more, no more Dice Heavy plugs. Um, but, uh, but seriously, uh, Jackie, now that you're here, I am super happy that you know, our, our magic group, our commander group, has been able to kind of meet and not even play a goddamn game together. What a shame. We haven't played a game yet. I got my stuff in my bag right now. Let's go. Recording's ending. We're going to play Magic. Uh, are you free, Jackie, to play Magic? Okay, recording's over. We're going to go play Magic. Uh, if you want to see, hear uncut uh, audio or video of No Dice, No Problem, you want to see exclusive show notes and all sorts of good shit, you can head to patreon.com slash aznsrepresent. Um, and then, Drew, if you want to do your... You did it. You, you prepped that ad read. Listen, you deserve that dice. 
You just don't need Chessex dice. The dice you need are from Dice Envy. It's in the name. You envy them. Take them. And let us help you take them by using code AZNSREPRESENT to get 10% off. That extra money goes to me. Right to me. Uh, it doesn't. It goes to us. It helps us pay for conventions. It helps us pay for all sorts of good stuff. So you're not just saving money for yourself. You're saving money for myself. <laughs> what are you laughing about? I'm so good at my job. <laughs>